Big <sighs> sigh. I know. It's Happy hot. Friday. Yeah, it's it's okay, so it's maybe at least what, ten degrees hotter than we've been used to. Than it it's, has been, yeah. It's been cool in the sixties, even a little gloomy because we had a bunch of rain. And, yeah. Uh it's but the sun is out, which means that our terribly insulated house is it's very warm inside. It's very warm. Uh, we don't have air conditioning because our house is from like the 1920s or 30s. Right. We we invested in a window unit, but that's uh, we 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 don't need the background noise right now. I guess. Right. Yeah. And then if we open the front door, of course, Dottie will go freaking bananas at like the wind. Yes. Like every, like every tree rustling, she goes nuts. Yeah, I even thought that maybe putting a. Like a, a cushion so she couldn't see outside. So, because when yeah. we have it, the door open, she'll bark did if she not sees. Work. Yeah, that did not work at all. She, no. she senses. Some man it. yelled at her to shut up yesterday. <laughs> I got like really defensive after that. I was like going to go out there, but I didn't. Well, you said the person he, may have been. He may have been a volatile. Volatile. He looked angry. Okay. Like a. Like Probably a, best you did. A bad man. Especially when um, we're at our residence. Right. Don't no, no, no. Yeah, no, I know. I, I thought better of it. Um, oh, hey. Cheers. Mm. Cheers. And it's welcome, Friday. everyone, to a Friday edition of uh, yeah. About Happy Hour. The weekend. When most people, I guess, would do a happy hour because it's the weekend. Mm. You those nine-to-fiver types. Yeah. Yeah, like, like you's. Get some brewskis down at PJ's. Oh, some crispy boys. Some crispy boys. <laughs> <laughs> Rand. Let's join Rand at Chili's for some crispy some boys. Some micheladas, which are Yuck. different in El Paso than they are here, I found out. There's a few ways to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about the, the one with the tomato juice or no? Or the Cuomo? No. So The lime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like how you're supposed to make it unless oh. people ask for something. So why do they call them Michelada? Why do they call the bloody beer Micheladas here? I don't fucking know, man. Uh, <laughs> no idea. So what what are we drinking here? Uh oh, it's um it's like a bee's knees kind of. Mm. It's a variation on that. It's vodka, lemon juice, um, agave, and orange bitters shaken into a coupe. That's refreshing. It's good, yeah. Um, if you happen to click on the link for us posting that this episode is out, you will recognize that from the short little uh, video this promo vidya. thing. Yeah. yeah, the vidya. Vidya. So, what's what's going on in our world? This uh, week? So, I found out only like an hour ago, actually, that as of May 1st, um, face coverings are now going to be required. If you are exiting your home. County, in the county. In the right? county, okay. yeah. Uh, sorry. And then um, in addition to that, so it's not like, basically like they're encouraged outside, but if you're going to be within six feet of someone, you need to have your face covered. And that's going to be a requirement in San Diego County. So even if you're out jogging and running and... Yep. You come, someone comes up. Yep. You gotta... Yeah. Yep. That, that makes sense. But I feel vindicated because now I get to yell at people who aren't wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before we just wanted to. Or yeah. we'd say it under our breath Ugh. low enough so they couldn't hear Put the damn mask on. <laughs> Cover your face. 
Yeah, um, no one that was, like, walking by 7-Eleven today was wearing any, but the, everybody inside had them on. You know, it's really And they were cleaning stuff. Because, you know, it's been a lot of news about, like, the protests and people Yuck. don't want to be... They feel their liberties are being trounced upon uh, by being told to stay in their homes or being told to put on face masks. And I just, I don't get that. For a while, I was like, it just seems like one side of the of the argument is just hell-bent on going against they, whatever they the other side. They just want to be side, contrary. Yeah. yeah, whatever the other side is advocating for, even if it's for their own good. And, you know, I was thinking about this a little more. It's the same thing when... You know, like seatbelt law went into effect, mm-hmm. and you know how or like, it's like no more smoking s- inside. Yeah, people feel so personally offended mm-hmm. and and oppressed because something's being enacted for their own good and protection. And I mean, you know, we we could spend a whole episode talking about the we sure could societal and moral implications of that, but. I don't know. But let's carry on with our yeah with our discussion. Do so uh, wore the pants off of everyone, right? Or I mean, take your pants off if you want to. You're at home. Go yeah, nuts. It's hot. I might. It's hot. Yeah. Um, I had to put pants on for this. So no, uh, yeah, I had pants. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people with no pants on, let's see what's going on in your social media world this week. Um. So Instabooks. that thing, the May first order that is something i found out on social media i also um we got some new followers on the podcast page on instagram this week welcome Uh, yeah um and oh and we have some exciting special guests coming up we won't tell you about just yet but um the next two recordings Next week and the following yes. week are going to both be um, interview types like we did the last time. Yes. So episodes 10 and 11, for your listening pleasure, we will have some guests for you to keep this exciting. Yes, it was it was interesting. Uh, even if you uh, get over the couple of minor audio hiccups we had, if you haven't had channels to listen to, we um, had a chat with the famous Jeremiah last week or last Jeremiah. episode. Yes, so uh, go back and check that out. If you, also, if you uh, hearing Jeremiah's some really video. entertaining texts back and forth with me and Jerry yesterday because he was extremely hungover and was like barely <laughs> making sense and they were really funny. He was just like dying for some wings because he made tiki drinks at his house the night before by himself listening to music. Good times. Yep. Oh, that Jeremiah! What a cut up! Yeah, yeah. Who's not on social media? So he doesn't. He's not. To... No, he fucking hates it's it. Probably why he's so much happier than we are. <laughs> that, I, you know, like I'm just. Uh, oh yeah, because we I get all the bummer news, and face. I just get infuriated or annoyed, and and I'm sure people listening to this and that are still friends of mine on Facebook are gonna say that I'm just being too sensitive or being too whatever but oh yeah because uh, we're constantly gaslit for our feelings well so I <laughs> a couple of things so one thing that I've seen a lot of come up in in the times of COVID-19 uh, are just a lot of posts geared at tr- 
trying to convey the message that you have some kind of choice or will in staying positive and healthy or whatever through these times. And it's like a lot of other things where, you know, people that tell us whatever, you would be healthier if, or you'd be just make a choice to do this and that. And, and what it just boils down to is that it's great if you can do that, but sometimes it's not a choice, especially when mental health is is part of it. I mean, yes, we would all love to stay positive and do our mindfulness exercises and meditate and yoga and do all these other things. That's that, like saying that sunshine cures depression. Like, go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> but sometimes it's really, it's hard enough for us when we're not living through a pandemic to want to get up and do you know, mm-hmm. these positive things. So, uh, seeing that being perpetuated, it just, you know, sometimes honestly just makes me think like, wow, you know, so many people probably feel even more like shit now because, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I wish I could be happy like this person who doesn't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Or like, is that a symptom of a greater struggle within themselves like do you think that person could really be having a hard time and is like forcing themselves to post these things I don't like kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy right like that like the one person in particular that we had been talking about not like just now but you know in general um had we had been pointing out to each other like things that they would say on social media just like the forced happiness, forced positivity kind of shit. And it was like, well, I wonder if they're actually depressed and like need this for them, their own selves, you know? Right. It's, it's like, it's more serious, but, uh, during one of my work meetings, um, my boss asked how I was doing and I just let out a fantastic you know, and she's like, wow, you know, you're having a pretty good day. And I was like, well, no, it's just, you know, maybe if I say that enough, then it'll feel like that. But, and that's a joke, and I don't mean to... Well, when you just said it, it sounded one. sarcastic, but when you said it to her, well, it didn't. I say, I know, when I say a lot of things, it sounds sarcastic. Maybe that's something else, but, um, but no, I mean, that's, that's something believe. that, you know, I've done it a lot of times, and a lot of people do, you sort of... Post the best version of yourself online. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Do, uh, do you think that selfie went up? Was the first one? Mm-hmm. No, there's like a yeah. hundred bad ones before yeah. I took that one. <laughs> right. That's something actually, like, not to like the guru Kardashians or anything, but like Kim Kardashian has said that like I have to take like two hundred selfies to get one good one. Yeah. That was like oh my god, that was so long ago. That was like I don't know when they were somewhat relevant. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, it's a it's a wacky world out there. I will Jeez. say. Uh, that since school, <laughs> it's kind of funny since schools have been, for the most part, shut down for the rest of the year. I was in no offense. Some of you will take offense to this, but whatever. Um, I told Anna, I was like, the one good thing about that is that I don't have to watch those end of school year performance. Talent show <laughs> videos that are 
And, you know, I get it. They're kids, and it's about them performing and doing whatever. But one thing I noticed that's just really weird were I noticed how many schools do, like, a 50s and do Grease reenactment where the kids, you know, the boys wear the the, the T-birds. T-Birds and the girls with pink ladies. And that's just confusing because my first question is, do you... you okay, you have you seen Grease? You've seen it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's dirty. It's dirty. It's raunchy. Yeah, and so and I mean the play is no better than the movie. The movie was definitely edited from the play to make it make more sense, but uh, like they're they're both pretty bad. Like the play's pretty bad. Yeah, I just don't know which songs you do, and I mean, yeah. what do you? How do you answer when little Billy says, "What does you know chicks will cream mean?" Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, Billy. <laughs> uh, their coffee. Cream in their coffee. <laughs> so, anyway. Also, let's not call women chicks anymore. Of course, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, sorry. That's that's like... Uh, well, about your phone at parties, Anna. Yeah, I know. That's like my favorite internet <laughs> insult. Oh, you fucking snowflake. Yeah. You bet your phone at parties. No, I just don't like offending people. I know. It's... Speaking of, like, a lot of people that I know have been coming out lately which is really fucking cool that's cool yeah anyways so shout out to those of you I, I don't know if you're listeners but if you are um i'm specifically referencing two people one recently came out as um trans non-binary like kind of un- unclear as far as um what they Want, uh, would like to be called at this time because I haven't asked yet, but I've been keeping up on what's going on with that. But super proud of you, my lady, my dear. Um, and then also, um, another friend that I grew up with came out as Pandemi like yesterday, which is amazing. Um, and brave. So, especially where you're living, it's crazy. Yes, and that's something that you know. I try not to uh, forget about is that, you know, people, there are people living in other communities that are not nearly as accepting and mm-hmm. um, friendly, open as, as where I've been fortunate enough to live, so. Mm-hmm. Hillcrest is a little too friendly right now because uh, people are hugging in the streets and not wearing masks and socializing. Oh yeah, like our neighbor that went yeah. out and... Uh, I guess his friend picked him up there going on a nice little jaunt and yeah, you know, no like face party mask supplies and, yeah, all, he, like threw all the party supplies in the back seat. And well, he was like, like, oh, can I put this in the bag? I'm like, oh, with all the virus particles. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. You all yeah. have, your, have your virus party. Just don't, don't come back here without a face cover. And of course, anyway. you know, there are people we know doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And I have not subtly, but, like, actually been saying something about it, um, a little bit, on the interwebs. Ready for a bevy? Yeah, let's, let's have us another one. We need to refresh. We'll be RB. Hi, hi. All right. We are back. Um, I made the same drink, so just whatever... That yum yum was. I wanted to clarify something because just after the fact, I thought 
since I wasn't specific, you don't know. Um, and I said, my lady, about my uh, non-binary trans friend. And I just wanted you to know that that was not a misgender, that that is actually the preferred pronoun, she, her, they, them, like either or. So um, just to clear that up, because I don't want you to think that I fucked up. Um, yeah. I try not to misgender people. Right. Like, I'm very conscious of it. No, I, I, I yeah. do that. And you've set a good example for myself Thanks. to follow. Um, do we have a... Do you have a fish update? Um, yes, the guppies. Uh, a gup date, uh. if you will. <laughs> um, I have... This week, I've called... Well, first of all, I did a shitload of research on the internet because I was like... At this point, we're supposed to be able to tell if they're male or female just by looking at them because the males are more colorful. Well, they're all the exact same fucking color. They look like, like They clones. all look just like the mom. They look like mom clones. Yeah, they look exactly <laughs> like her. So um, there's no way of telling by that easy. Couldn't have been easy for us, right? Like, just couldn't have been simple. It has to be difficult. So I called Pet Kingdom. Uh, over in Point Loma and they said go ahead and bring them on in any time so that's something I said maybe in a couple weeks because I want to make sure that it's safe to do so but we can't keep sustaining this environment there's just too many of them in there so I'm gonna have to do that you know yeah I mean I would yeah at one point way back I think during the first wave of breeding I was like well maybe you know there's some some teacher friends or that would like a classroom aquarium, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they would just keep breeding. Yeah, well, well, that the school's fine. There's no classroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh I guess God. I could have How a virtual are the classroom pets? Who takes them home? The teacher. Usually. Okay. <laughs> you say that there's a teacher right now, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, hand me the hamster. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Did you ever have Pudding a classroom pop. pet? Uh, Pudding pop. Yeah, like in a class that I was in as a student or as a teacher? As a teacher. Yes, I did. And or this is either. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I asked for differentiation. But, yeah, so I did. I actually got an aquarium for my classroom. Uh, and I taught middle school uh, science. But these guppy freaking kids, I had to rig... A locking me- mechanism on the lid because whenever I was out uh, and had a substitute so I was out at training or stuff like that the kids would go in and fuck with the fish like they would drop shit in the aquarium they would you know just just mess with them so I had maybe to that's fight. why that one kid hated you so much <laughs> the one that left me the voicemail yeah <laughs> mm. we gotta tell that story sometime yeah that's that's a future episode maybe yeah. we should I should try to find him on Facebook and see if he wants to be here. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. He probably doesn't even remember it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I doubt he does. All right. Um, So speaking of um, you, like middle school, mm -hmm. you your middle school band director. Yeah. So I this is kind of a preemptive or um, I guess a shout out, but um, my middle school band director I found out passed away this week, and so. Uh, sort of a in memoriam shout out 
him because he was a very uh, talented and influential uh, person in my life. He's a very talented musician, played jazz saxophone and uh, uh, oboe for the El Paso Symphony. Um, was very key to my um, you know interest in music. He taught um, my one of my older brothers um, and, and was just there from middle school through high school. And you know it was great to see the kind of the outpouring and all my classmates that said equally you know equal things about him and all that. But one thing I was <laughs> I was a little upset about it, and I didn't comment, but there was there was one person who went to school with, um, who's, I, I don't want to divulge too much because I don't want to, people to be able to identify They're notable person. in the community. They're, they're notable in their community. Got it. Uh, so, I mean, you could probably go back and figure out who it is, but uh, it started off about, you know, their kind words and similar things to what I just said. But then they made mention of the fact that, uh, you know, he, he even went out of his way to try to start a, a program for, uh, for the quote-unquote cholos that went to the middle school that we went to. And so that kind of irritated me in a few different ways. Um, first of all, that's derogatory to say that especially if you're a person that's not from the um, Mexican-American community um, it, because that term is used derogatorily to to describe you know quote-unquote yeah um, unruly individuals Roger but that Roger that secondly we grew up in a suburban very middle-class neighborhood so to say that it was the school from dangerous minds is quite a bit of an overstatement so I don't know why this person chose to say what they needed to say maybe for comedic effect or so maybe you're to saying try to you didn't have cholos at your school I'm not gonna say we didn't there were but I mean maybe like one I'm not I'm I'm I can't even say that I'm one to say, oh, yes, there are definitely, you know, 14. But, again, like, it wasn't teaming. It wasn't, you know, stand and deliver. Basically, his comment was just, like, for likes and not for truth. Right. And that got me wondering, like, what did, did, is that just the narrative that he's conveying to his, his, he lives in a different community now, so, Mm -hmm. um, is that the psychic backstory? Just trying to sound, sound cool. Get cool points? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Like, you don't have to, especially at our age. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to try to impress the, uh, the the other kids in Mm -hmm. the class by, you know. By creating hardship that wasn't there. Right. Um, cool. Yeah. Sorry about, sorry to hear about your band director. Yeah. It was, it was a shock. Well, I guess, um, you know, speaking of, like, bands and, like, all that, especially, like, uh, 
we were kind of talking about earlier about how, <laughs> you know, people, much like we promote our podcast, will now say, well, there aren't going to be any concerts, so we'd like to do online concerts. Which is fine if you're... Like freaking Coldplay or right. something, you know. And, you know, whatever. Only because they were on SNL. That yeah. was the only reason I said Coldplay. And that's really cool if you're, you know, super big time artist and, and even if you're, you know, maybe a, a somewhat notable act, but it, it just kind of opens the door. It reminds me a lot <laughs> of the time after um, 9-11 where, you know, again, like the, the bigger institutions that had this you know, wide outreach, we're saying like, well, you know, we thought, we talked about it, and we thought that it's best for the country, for everyone, if we went on and, you know, forged ahead and stood up to, in the face of terrorism, and, you know, like that's the, great. Like the David Cross thing, where it's like, if Gabriel yes. doesn't rollerblade, then the terrorists win. Right, but... If you're so if, uh, brought up, like the assaulted nuts right. improv troop of Houston, Texas. If we don't play Freebird tonight, <laughs> the, then the terrorists win. Right. So there's a lot of, of that from the, let's just say the local musician okay, community. <laughs> so there's a lot of that kind of going on. So right like you're there. saying like shitty cover bands are going to. Right. And use like, hey, we may be quarantined, but listen to our cover band. And like. And here we are, you know, the face of irony with our like, little podcast here. Right. But just like my complaint about the, the lackluster school performances that I'm not going to be subject to, I guess that's going to be uh, replaced by um, just whoever has been or wants to be in a band. <laughs> Mostly has been. With a live performance. <laughs> it's funny and, that you use the word has been. <laughs> Because that's that's mostly who's doing it. Right. <laughs> These guys are the next third eye blind. I used to play drums for the has beens. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh well. Shall we pause? Yeah, let's pause. Let's uh let's come up on sports here in a minute. Uh Dottie needs I don't know if you can she hear her breathing, but she needs something. something. Time for sports. So, um, I guess if you are a fan of the National Football League, um, the Niffle, the Niffle, yeah, as it's called by insiders. Mm-hmm. I know. I I've guess said that. something. I've said that before. They're doing their annual uh, player selection or draft, which is where teams get to pick new players from college to be on their team. So if that doesn't bring back horror stories from kickball and you being the last person picked. Imagine being professionally picked last. Yes. There's a name for that, but that's different. Um, the being historically no, the historically the last person selected in the draft is the name Mr. Irrelevant. Oh I know. That's, that's harsh. fucking mean. <laughs> that's brutal. Ouchies. Well, you showed them, Tom Brady. <laughs> well, Jake, he wasn't. Jake, I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> He's the go. But uh, the only thing I want to say about that is that nothing nothing should uh, boil your blood more 
about the inequities of not just sports, but um, billionaire capitalists uh, in this world of ours when one of the owners and managers, Jerry Jones from the Dallas Cowboys, uh, announced, so it's all done virtually. So normally it's a big event. Like they have, you know, all the owner, everybody comes in there, they do a big show, the players go, blah, blah, blah. Well, now it's all done virtually, so they kept going to people's different, you know, home offices. He announces his selection on board his $250 million yacht. And to put that into perspective for you, so the, the richest player in the NFL, I, I don't have exact numbers, as I think uh, is a quarterback and probably has somewhere like a 130-ish, 120, $130 million contract over four or five years. So that is the wealthiest person, wealthiest player. Mm-hmm. So Jerry Jones's boat is a hundred million dollars more. Is worth yeah. more than two of like yeah. this. So the top two player, his boat is worth more than two of that. And I that know just doesn't you send had, a big fuck you to poor people. Oh yeah. I mean you had used the phrase makes your blood boil a minute ago and I was just thinking like um their blood should boil because we're gonna eat them. Mm. <laughs> Those billionaires. So okay. you boil it up. You know and if any billionaires are listening rich. to this podcast well, run. Yeah. Oh, huh. That was an accidental oh, segue into segue. what we're watching. Um, there's a new show on HBO called Run. It has um, Merritt Weaver, who is Emmy Award winning from Nurse Jackie. And you mm. may remember her also from The Walking Dead. She was on that, but I'm not going to go into much with her character on that. Um, she was a doctor. That's it. Uh, she died horribly. Um, anyway. Did oh, and not uh, die horribly in that show? I'm, I don't know. I stopped watching seasons, it around I'm the time she died. Behind, yeah. So, um, Dom Nall Gleason, who, like, a lot of people, like, he's, he's one of those people, like, you recognize, but you don't, like, know his name. He was, right. like, the redhead, like gingery general guy in like all the newest Star Wars movies. He was like Kylo Ren's right hand man. Ah, okay. See? The assistant um, to the regional manager of He the was Dark the Side. assistant to the regional manager of the Death Star. Um <laughs> Yes, exactly. So anyway, it's those two. They're the main characters and um I'm not gonna say much more about it except you know, just to vague with you a little bit. Uh they are very unlikable as main characters, but the script is Excellent. It's really well it's written. It's really well written. Um, so anyway, just I'm just trying to speed it up because we're going a little close to time here. But uh, Little Fires Everywhere is the other thing we have been watching that we just started yesterday. And that is so far so good. Yes. I think. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Um, yeah, Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington. Who uh, she kind of. She's like a totally different character, but she has like a similar acting style in a lot of things. So like she brings mm. her own likability to her characters, even though they're very, very different. So like, you know, we know her from Scandal as Olivia Pope. Mm-hmm. She brings like, she's like this super tough exp- exterior, 
but she brings like a like a very subtle naivety and like tragedy to her characters, mm. which I think is um really cool and awesome. Like she's got this hard exterior, but she you you can feel what she's feeling just from her emoting as an actress. She's really really good. Um, oh, and uh, uh, our very own Pacey from Dawson's Creek, Joshua Jackson, is in the oh, cast yeah. as well. Who plays yeah. a pretty unremarkable I Yeah, character. I can't tell if oh, he's no. a good guy or a bad guy yet. Um, all the Sorry, Joshua, if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, he's for sure listening. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm such a big fan, I didn't even know that him and Diane Kruger broke up. Like so. Speaking of The Walking Dead and him, because she, Diane Kruger, who used to be with Joshua Jackson is now with Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. That's Daryl, if you don't know. That's some Kevin Bacon shit right there. It is, right? And, like, <laughs> this is all stuff I just found out. And it was, like, years ago this happened. And really the only reason I found out is because Joshua Jackson and his spouse, who um, is a beautiful woman, but I have no idea, like, who where she's from or anything like that. I just saw that they had a child together, which, um, congrats to the happy couple. Yes. Congratulations. Um... If you wanted that. Yeah, if that's what you were looking for. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, good show. And the the child actors, like all the teens, are really, really good also. Um, I've like never once on this show so far been like, oh, that person can't act. And I'm like pretty critical. So everybody's doing well. I think. I don't know. Nah. I think we made, we we watched like four episodes. We were mm. drinking a little yesterday. Yes. A little bit. We like ran out of like. And <laughs> you know what? We're not gonna. It's just, there's no need to talk about all that. Let's move on to yeah. shout outs and our closing. All right, winding down. Winding up. Getting ah. turn up. Not yet. It's the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've uh, we've uh, begun mail ordering wine. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun. Yeah, we like we got like eight today. Yeah. And then we have like six coming tomorrow. <laughs> so if you've been uh, paying attention to our Instagram and Facebook, I have been posting the wines, which uh, with like like three to four word reviews like this one's super jammy or um <laughs> like things like that like this is light and bright and crisp which Think um, notes of leather boot yeah uh <laughs> like that one winery right that oh yeah that one winery in texas it said mm-hmm. like leather boot um <laughs> so and it was not incorrect no, it wasn't. It it was like it was like the scotch of wines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got a text from my nail technician, Kim, oh. who um, like <laughs> I like periodically Venmo her a little bit of money just like because I'm not there tipping her, and mm-hmm. so I did that last night because you know as I mentioned before, like a lot of people have been so thoughtfully doing the same with me knowing uh i'm a bartender so um 
yeah, so I kind of, I sent Kim a little bit of cash last night on Venmo. And, um, <laughs> like, it's not just because I did a shitty petty for myself for the first time since quarantine started, but it, it helped remind me <laughs> that I needed to reach out to her. So, um, like, I, you know, I, I periodically, like, check up on her and her kids and stuff, too. Like, you know, she's, like, she's not just the woman who does my nails. She's a friend. And, like, you know, we actually see each other sometimes outside of the salon. It's not like, you know, she just does a service for me. Like, she's someone that I really care about. Um, so, anyways. She, oh, I guess that's one of my shout-outs today, then. Because she just texted me and made me do this diatribe thing. You have a shout out, Andy? Uh, well, yeah, Other I mentioned my, yeah. yeah, I mentioned my shout out, um, earlier, my former band director, uh, from middle school, um, may he rest in peace. And, uh, I'd also like to shout out my dad who successfully, uh, FaceTime called me Yay! today. Good job. Uh, to ask me. I guess is uh, not to get into it, but he has a, an appointment coming up, and they're doing like, distancing. So he's just asking me about that. But I don't. The interesting thing too is that I don't think he was. I don't want to say he wasn't trying to do that, but he was like, "Yeah, I just tapped your name on the thing, and then it went. I figured that's what you did, and so he totally did the intuitive thing. So, you know, from especially coming from someone who's been very. Um, very aversive to technology um that's good to know because like it probably will be use useful <laughs> you know especially now um it's almost necessary to be able to do that so yeah shout out we to won't him be for that. seeing anybody for a while so uh yeah, little little preview little uh little teaser for everyone for oh, the next yeah. couple of weeks so i i did have like before i randomly shouted out Kim um I did have a shout out that I wanted to do and that's two three people um all of our upcoming special guests so on the next two this is episode number nine so on episode 10 we will be having two special guests yes hopefully well the price of one um hopefully yeah if uh they both feel like chatting uh, well, yeah, so that, and then the week following, instead of taking a week off and just being us to bore you to death, we will be having back-to-back -back special guests, um, and that, I'm, like, really excited about all of them, actually, I like, can't wait to come up with some questions to ask them and, like, interview these people for you all. Um, and everyone is in kind of a different line of work. So we'll be seeing how the lockdown and COVID is affecting different types of workers. One being very similar to Andy's and one, um, being a, actually a former bartender mm -hmm. that I know who's no longer in the bartending field. So yeah, looking forward to that. Fun stuff. Are you looking forward to it? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> what if he was like, nah, I'm oh, good. God, those people. God, my hair is like curling because it's oh. so hot in here. 
Yeah, let's uh, right. let's wrap her up. Let's wrap her up and open the door. Get carry on with our weekend. Get a fan we just going. we didn't want the little Barky McBarkerson over here. Barky, she's panting next to me right now. But we didn't want her to go freaking banana sandwiches at everything that walked by banana for you all. Sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good right now. It does. We don't have any bananas. Though. We don't have any bread either. Two very important things to make yeah, that right. happen. So. Can't make banana sandwiches with that. We're not going to the store, though. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll figure something else figure out. Figure it out. In All the right. meantime, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. We loves ya. We'll uh, um, raise our empty glass to you. Yeah, it's time to carry on drinking our weekend yes. away. Oh, Remember the. Uh, there, there you go. go. Remember the three B's. Be safe. Be smart. Be sanitary. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.